It's Friday, October 20th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, colorful outfits to support your favorite terroristic regimes. Plus, licking off a sweaty roast beef hog slob. What do you do when the satellite man chokes your cat? And the fate of one overused sex doll. All coming up today. Mrs. Butterworth is twice as thick, and it's made with horse urine. Look at her on the edge. Use your teeth and nibble on Yes, Tim Edson, back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Have a great one for you today. You know, the best piece of advice I have received recently came uh, surprisingly from one of you listeners, I think on the voicemail line, who said, Tim, when it comes to the conflict between uh, Israel and um, I want to say Pakistan here. Hold on. I got this. I got this. Palestine. This is a perfect reason why I should not be talking about them. Yes, the advice is just stay out of it. Don't even mention. Don't take sides. And this is this should be good advice for for most of you as well, because this, as I learned, is a very nuanced, complicated messy feud that has been brewing for uh, decades, if not hundreds of years. I'm going to say thousands. Again, only because I don't know enough about the situation. They Have these people been fighting for thousands of years? Is this like a biblical thing? Anyway, by the second, I'm proving that I, sh- I am not qualified to talk about this. I think, though, it is safe to speak in very general terms and say, Violence of any kind is wrong, especially when it comes to blowing up little kids or eating them or whatever Israelis are doing to babies or Palestinians are doing to babies. That's not cool. It's uh, it's tragic. It's a great tragedy. Great tragedy. Um, uh, you know, when any innocent life is... <laughs> I love trying to be... <laughs> I'm sorry. I love, I just, I love hearing myself try to, try to sound sincere. It's just such a foreign thing. It sounds so wrong, right? But I'm, I'm being serious. It's not funny. It's not. You know what? I'm just, I'm just going to turn to my friend uh, Wing here who has some good advice. Hello, I'm Wing. I hope you like my new song, 
It makes you happy. I hope you stop the nonsense yeah. and be brave to make a change. Yeah, yeah, both sides need to cut the shit. Stop the nonsense. No nonsense. Was a collaboration between Wing and the great Rappy McRapperson, who, among his many credits, worked with uh, Brad Carter. I think uh, on a few tracks. Pretty sure he did some stuff for for Phone Losers. There, Brad speaks very highly of Rappy. Check out Rappy McRapperson's entire catalog, including the four albums uh, that he produced for <laughs> for Wing. Look, Rappy knows talent when he sees it. He's like, I have got to hitch my wagon to, to Wing's shining star. He's a smart man. This has nothing to do with Israelis or Palestinians. Although I'm pretty sure I read a recent interview where Rappy McRapperson called Israel bloodthirsty war zombies, hell-bent on the rape and destruction of an entire people. He then said uh, they're genocidal maniacs that need to be wiped from the earth for the good of all of mankind, which are very harsh words. And controversial. That could get you in trouble. No, Rappy did not say that. I'm just looking to start a feud, I guess. That or just getting a fatwa placed <laughs> on Rappy's head. Look, I'm just trying to spice things up here. No, of course, I'm a big fan of Rappy McRapperson. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Wing's saying, look, stop the madness. Good advice. Honestly, it seems like both sides are just looking to continue this conflict uh, with no end in sight. And politicians and government officials are quick to vilify anyone that questions them or offers uh, up a different opinion or view. Even if it's just a, a perceived bias, not grounded in reality. I think I have a good example here. I've got a journalist speaking to a representative of the Israeli Special Intel Forces. And uh, he doesn't like the way this woman is dressed. I can okay. see the colors that you are wearing, that you are wearing this okay. evening. And that's why I am purposely wearing blue and white. Because with all due respect. Okay, well, his tie is blue and white. Okay, so now we're upset over colors here. Meanwhile, there's B-roll of apartment complexes just reduced to rubble. Children and women screaming all bloodied. But yeah, let's talk about colors here. Colors are upsetting you. Obviously, this guy thinks that uh, she's on the side of Palestinians based on the colors she's wearing. She's wearing blue and white. Because with all due respect to the green, the red, and the black that you have purposely put on this evening, blue and white will always prevail. It should be noted, her sari that she's wearing is green and red. The black he's referring to is uh, her hair. It has nothing to do with her ensemble, really. The Palestinian flag has four colors, black, white, green, and red. Obviously, the flag of Israel is is blue and white. I don't know. Do you think she did this on purpose? She says no. This evening, blue and white will always prevail. Yeah, they're the best colors. Uh, let's not divide colors on the basis of religion. It sometimes happens in my country as well. And also to tell you, Frederick, the garment I'm wearing is a sari, and it's my grandmother's. If she was alive, she would have been about 105. Did your grandmother hate Jews too? If she was alive, she would have been about 105 years old today. 
she didn't know what the his Israel Hamas conflict was and the sari in no way signifies any support for any side what is happening what has happened in Gaza the bombing of the hospital five people dead is simply criminal what I'm wearing right now is simply my grandmother's sari it signifies nothing else Beautiful. Leave it save, there it, for the save it for Thank a different occasion Cedric? save it for a different occasion so she explains it and the guy is still like ah put a sock in it bitch wear those colors on a different day I mean he kind of has a point if it was a little more blatant. Again, though, like red and green are a combination that kind of go together. Like, I think this guy's going to have a hard time in about a month or so <laughs> when Christmas time rolls around and everything is green and red. Let's hope the war ends before then. Otherwise, he's going to think everyone is on Palestine's side. Also, it's not like the journalist here is draped in the Palestinian flag. She's, you know, she's wearing a mostly green dress with like a little red flourish. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like not even the same shade of green as the flag. No, Frederick, I will not let you choose what I wear. And I will not let you choose what I say. I will say what I have to say. And what I want to say is... If you like the look of this sari, it'll be available next Wednesday when I appear on QVC. Yes, I'm so excited to announce my new clothing line inspired by my grandmother's old world sensibilities and classic fashion. Saris from another era that are yet still timeless. They come in a wide variety of colors, but one thing is for sure, they'll all piss off Jews. QVC. I feel like maybe she shouldn't have plugged her QVC appearance on her news program. Journalistically, I don't think that's a best practice. But look, uh, my girl's got to make some money somehow. And I will speak the truth the way I see it. Truth, of course, has many versions. There is one version coming from Israel and there's another version coming from Gaza. Yeah, so many versions of the truth out there. In reality, there's only one thing we can all agree to be true, and that is that uh, these sorry prices are an incredible value. Silk, chiffon, cotton, crepe. My saris come in the most popular, fashionable, elegant fabrics. Best of all, my saris won't break the bank. And if you opt to use QVC's Easy Pay, you can break up the total cost over six months. So go ahead and buy multiple saris in colors to show your support for all the world's conflicts. Blue and yellow saris for Ukraine, red and blue saris for Russia, green, white, and blue for Genovia, and blue, pink, and white for Trans-Siberia. Again, I'll be on QVC this Wednesday at 9 p.m. for Sorry Not Sorry, right after international lightweight boxing champ Pinky Houston shows off his amazing new Easy Greasy Deep Fryinator. It's the lightweight kitchen appliance that promises twice the taste and three times the cholesterol of the leading home deep fryer. Punch up the taste with Pinky Houston at 8 p.m., followed by me on QVC International. QVC. Okay, well, now it's just shameless plugging. I think maybe we should just move on. I do have a bunch of great audio I wanted to share with you today. Someone in the Discord found this. I'm sorry, I, I went back and I tried to look to see who, who posted it, uh, and, and I couldn't find it. Um, so I apologize, but uh, I found this fascinating as well. 
There's a celebrity news YouTube channel that posts stuff like this. Hello everyone, welcome to this video. Our beloved actor Sam Elliott passed away. Sam Elliott was born on August 9, 1944 in Sacramento. He will be missed but not forgotten. Please show your sympathy and condolences. Samuel Park Elliott, better known as Sam Elliott, was born. Okay, first, wait, okay. first of all, is this in AI voice? I can't quite tell. I think the accent is throwing me off. But the way she's reading this entire thing as one run-on sentence is peculiar. Sacramento, he will be missed but not forgotten. Please show your sympathy and condolences. Samuel Park Elliott, better known as Sam Elliott, was born on August 9, 1944 and is currently 79 years old. Having a long-spanning career, the actor has been featured in many... The other thing, and really the main point uh, I'd like to make is uh, Sam Elliott isn't dead. Former actress, producer, and author who became famous for her role as Laurie Petridge in the sitcom The Petridge Family. Day's career span... Well, it's The Partridge Family, first of all. Now, Susan Day is dead? Petridge Family. According to the title of the video, tragic news, Susan Day has just passed away at the hospital. Funeral expected in three days. Apparently, a lot of celebrity, they're dropping like flies over the past week. Uh, Celine Dion, dead. Michael J. Fox, dead. Country singer Travis Tritt, dead. Richard Gere, dead. Tr music legends Trace Atkins, dead. Denzel Washington, dead. I mean, it goes on and on. What's funny is, like, a lot of these videos, most of them, only have a few dozen views. Like, they're not making any money on this. I'm not sure what the point is. Maybe this lady who runs Celeb the News is just trying to sell her sorries. She sounds like she might own a few. Just a very bizarre YouTube channel. All right, uh, moving on now. Efoct is back with a great video called Condemnable Sex Tapes. It's a compilation with a bunch of scenes. I urge you all to check it out for yourself. I'm going to feature just two of them. What does condemnable sex tape mean? I think this first clip sums it up nicely. Here's a woman being drowned in a bathtub. You know, she's condoning to this. She wants to drown. This is um this is how she gets off. <laughs> I've heard of this as a sexual fetish before from my mother. It's the only way she could achieve an orgasm. And, oh, notice the bubbles are slowing down. <laughs> and she's out. Ta-da! I don't know how you could possibly achieve an orgasm when your lungs are filling up with water. That's not where a lady's G-spot is. Now, I didn't pay that close attention in sex ed, especially when it comes to the, you know, lady parts, but I'm pretty sure I would remember that. All right. The other clip I wanted to feature uh, from this compilation is a woman who is a cam whore, and she's upset because she's not getting enough donations. Unless I see, like, a huge donation, I'm going to start making videos on here because I'm very upset about what has happened to me today. Look, I understand sex positivity, feeling good about yourself, and knowing your own self-worth. However, the value you put on your self-worth is not what other people put on you. They have their own idea of what your value is to them. And uh, the, the problem you're going to have is you're only one of about 10 million OnlyFans models out there. 
If you stop doing what you do, it'll take about three clicks to find something comparable in content. And this shit just really got me all the way fucked up. Yeah, she's spitting on a dildo there. Like, it's a mean spit, right? She's like, I am going to cram this up my ass, but I'm not happy about it. I am going to pleasure myself under protest here. You better start donating or this is going to be the last time I do it. You know, she's sucking it, getting it ready. And I want my fucking bread. I want my bread. I don't play by my motherfucking money. I'm a gangster, bitch. I'm a thug. Like, I'm a fucking, I work for myself. Nobody's going to fucking sit here and play with me and take my shit and fuck with my moods and all this shit like no all right i agree with most of that except for the part where you say you work for yourself when you're a cam whore you're working for someone else the people who pay you and if they're not paying you then you're you're really kind of not working i don't know if threatening these guys telling them you a gangster bitch is is gonna get them to drop coin maybe it will maybe this is what they want now what the fuck am i supposed to do with this bullshit and then not recompensate me too. I'm. Like, I, Ooh, I, well, she just shat out that dildo there. I'm starting to see why you're having money problems. You're not a very good cam whore. Not recompensate me too. How hard is it to keep a dildo in your ass? I'm, I, I, what the hell is wrong with you? I need my bread. So like smacking. Why aren't you guys paying me? <laughs> No one's watching my videos anymore. Oh, hold on. I got to wipe off all the shit on my dildo here. I mean, if, if this is going to be the type of video you produce, you, you got to market it to those people who uh, want to get down and get brown, if you know what I mean. Scat can be lucrative, too. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. And it is bullshit. And not recompensate me, too. I'm, I, I feel like smacking the shit out of somebody. Nah, nah, nah. I can't even do this. This is my mood. Yep, I believe that's when the stream ended. She says her mood has been ruined, but I think it had something to do with uh, that shitting out the dildo. I think she was a little embarrassed by that. Speaking of uh, unique uh, and fetish videos, really, TV listener and Discord user Torso sent along a couple of clips from uh, an old friend, someone we featured multiple times on DV. I can't remember what username he used to go by. It was something glutton. Now I think he just goes by the name The Slob. This guy gorges on food. He typically wears like disgusting stained undershirts, you know, like wife beaters with holes in them and stuff. He's really playing up the angle that he is uh, fat and disgusting. In the clip I want to share with you right now, it looks to be filmed at a Burger King. I see a Burger King crown in the background. That being said, he's not eating Burger King food. He brought in some Arby's roast beef sandwiches. That's not the only thing he's smuggling in. He also brought his own mayonnaise. He whips out a jar of mayonnaise from his pocket. And he squirts it on the sandwich. Yeah, the rest of the noises you're going to hear are just him inhaling this food. Later on in the video, he uh, he actually eats one of the sandwiches in his car, which provides better audio. Whoops. Kind of. Oh, yeah. 
There's roast beef all over his face and his chest. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm a fucking mayonnaise glutton. And you little fucking faggot twinks love it. You love seeing me stuff my hard gut with greasy slop food. Oh. <laughs> he put so much mayonnaise. <laughs> His whole face is covered. Look at the chapter artwork. And then you're walking. Yeah, you're going to have to enunciate. I can't understand you. You like stuffing hogs with slop? I've never really done it. I mean, I've fed my own hog mouth, but that's it. I'm going to make you... I'm gonna drain your bank account. This is what an alpha male truly is. I'm gonna just be everything. Peak physical perfection. On hog slop to feed me with. You pathetic little nigger twink. Did, did he just call us the N-word? You're never gonna be nothing in life. Kinda glad we can't understand him. But being my fucking feeder fag. Oh, feeder fat. And shoving slop down the fucking gut. And then you can meet me in real life. And I can fucking rip doctors and farts right all over you. <laughs> it's a very enticing offer. I put my big fucking hairy gut full of fucking slop right on top of your fucking face. He has drained that entire bottle of mayonnaise. So when he squeezed it just now, it the, what little remains sprayed all over the place. It, it hit his window, his door, his seatbelt. He's, he's squirting it right in his mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> That's kind of like his signature sound, right? <laughs> <laughs> like a catchphrase, <laughs> but no words. <laughs> hey, 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 fat glutton. I think it's important that he has a catchphrase with no words because you can't understand him half the time. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't use that. That's the Kool-Aid man. Although the slob is kind of shaped like the Kool-Aid man pitcher. Finally, at the end of the video, we hear him even uh, more clearly because, I, he, you know, he's not stuffing his face. He's done. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'd make you lick all this fucking uh, sweaty fucking hog chest slop off my chest. Oh, yeah. See if you can handle that, you little fucking faggot. Uh, stinks like fucking mayonnaise and uh, roast beef and double beef patties. Because that's what I eat, you little fucking faggot twink. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, stay tuned. Jesus Christ! For more hog slop. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's all 100% real. Since we've last featured the glutton here, he's lost a tooth, which also kind of like makes his whole shtick even more funny. Speaking of utards with jacked up teeth, remember that guy, I'm sure you do, named Tony. Tony, one, two, three, four, five, Tony. Tony is that guy. Actually, his name is Tony Chase. And then in parentheses, he says, I am not gay, not ever. He's convinced satellites or people who control satellites are messing up his teeth through the satellite beams. Well, I'm sorry to report that uh, things have gotten worse for Tony as the satellites have learned a new trick. The satellite man is choking my cat again. Alexa, what's the date? 
It's Tuesday, October 17th. It's baffling to me that someone who is so paranoid about people and satellites and surveillance that he would own and use an Amazon Alexa. You don't have to worry about the satellite man spying on you. Amazon's doing it through your Echo device, you fucking idiot. Tuesday, October 17th. Satellite man's choking my cat again. I was watching on uh, Stars Network, the Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie. And somebody communicated something about Bo Deedle or something. Yeah. I don't know if he's a satellite controller or if he's tied in with the abuses of anybody hurting me or terrorizing my life. But no matter who anybody is, they have to get ordered into court if they're involved in any way. All right. So if you worked on the film Mr. and Mrs. Smith back in 2005, you're in big trouble. And stop choking Tony's cat. Satellite man's choking my cat again. Satellite man is hitting me in the teeth and face. Home invasion crimes against the government. Illegal surveillance crimes. So you've done this to people like attacking them and then calling them stupid, right? Yeah, but man. And I'm cooking popcorn too, and Satellite Man's doing this shit. By the way, popcorn is code for meth. It's gotta be, right? That would explain the teeth. It would explain why the cat is choking, right? All of all the fumes. I think there's a reasonable explanation for everything that's going on here. Satellite man's doing this shit, hitting me in the face and teeth. Okay, well. well these government people seem to think they thought they owned people because you weren't there in government or something. It's so interesting to see what he has put up on his wall. Like, there's a calendar... And then there's, um, <laughs> this is his art that he's put up, a label for Manwich. Also, a large package of Sweet and Low is on the wall. And then a poster with a ballerina on it. Interesting decor. Let's move on and hope that Tony can enjoy his popcorn and um, get, get the help the cat so desperately needs. Just stick your finger down there. See if something's, you know, lodged in the cat's throat. If it's choking, it might not be the satellite man. He may have just, you know, eaten a wrapper or something off the floor. All right, let's move on. You know, I don't like to get political primarily because uh, I don't know a lot about politics. But one thing that's happening here in the United States is the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, got voted out. And now Republicans are trying to figure out who the next uh, speaker is going to be. And they can't seem to come to a consensus, right? This guy, Jim Jordan, he's like, I want to do it. Pick me, pick me. And they all voted. And then like, he didn't get enough votes because no one likes Jim Jordan. He's weird. He looks really dim in his uh, official, I don't know, congressional photo. He looks like a fucking retard. Look at the chapter artwork. It's just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, if I was Jim Jordan, I'd be like, look, I am a member of the house. I demand a do-over when it comes to these pictures. I don't care if it's going to cost taxpayer money. I can't look this stupid. Now, I don't know. He might be a super, super smart guy. That picture ain't doing him any favor. And apparently a lot of Republicans don't like him. I think he's one of those extreme right-wing guys. And a lot of Republicans just want someone who's not so for lack of a better word, crazy. They want a more moderate. Anyway, so they voted. Jim Jordan didn't get, didn't have enough votes. So then he's like, I I want you guys to vote again. So he talked to a bunch of uh, representatives, tried to uh, get some support. They voted again. He got even less votes. And then 
I think just today, maybe yesterday, there was a third vote and he lost even more votes. There's just like no way this guy is going to be speaker. So this whole ordeal has been going on all week with the voting and the re-voting. At one point, a Christian prophet got involved. This is some guy we featured uh, many times on DV. He said, uh, look, uh, God has told me that Jim Jordan will be the next speaker of the house. And apparently earlier in the week, it looked like that might happen. And that's when the uh, Christian prophet here kind of did a little victory lap. Unfortunately, it was premature. Just hours ago, Jim Jordan was nominated to be the next speaker of the house. Now, this spells major trouble for the Democrats. So let me just sing my little song real quick. I told you so. Yeah, this isn't like a figurative, I told you so. This is literal. He's singing, I told you so. Has a modern day prophet scammer ever been right about anything? How can we possibly still be believing in these guys when when their track record is so goddamn atrocious? I told you so. Oh, I told you so. You know why? Because Professor Toto many times can see the news behind the news. I guess he I guess this is Professor Toto. And this was Yahweh's plan from the beginning. Kevin McCarthy got in the way, but Donald Trump removed Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, but that's not what happened. Donald Trump didn't remove him. Maybe he's saying Matt Gates was working on behalf of Donald Trump. I, I don't know. Today, Jim Jordan is preparing to step in as leader and speaker of the House of Representatives. Again, that uh, that most certainly did not happen. Literally, Donald Trump is the speaker of the House. That's well, no, they, they don't have a speaker of the House right now. We've had a great victory today, a great victory. <laughs> Jim Jordan will be the next speaker of the House, just as Professor Toto told you so oh i told you so i told you so yes i told you so. i know a lot of you guys don't like cnn you think they're a little biased but i uh, can confirm this, this this through multiple sources the headline uh th that's plastered all over <laughs> their homepage is house gop drops jordan as speaker nominee over on Fox News, Republicans quick to throw their hats in the ring after party ditches Jordan. Again, not trying to be political. I, you know, I don't know what the hell is going on with the whole speaker thing. I do know one thing. This Christian prophet was the uh, exact opposite of right. He was most certainly wrong. What do you think the follow-up video is going to be? Either Satan has intervened, putting a monkey wrench in the situation, or he's just going to pretend like he never said any of this. A quick word of advice to any prophet, wizard, or oracle listening to the podcast. You know, when it comes to fast-moving news with constantly changing details, maybe it's best to sit out on those predictions. It's just so easy to be wrong and be wrong quickly. I'd pull a magic eight ball if someone asked me. Oh, you want to know who's going to be the next speaker of the house? Uh, reply hazy. Ask again later. Something as simple as that would suffice. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now.
if you are not yet Sideshow members, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak. And when you do, you gain access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying members. This week on Tuesday and Thursday, we did Sideshow exclusive episodes. If you want to hear it, sign up right now. Memberships very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Uh, remember, you get access to a personalized RSS feed that you can plug in uh, to your podcast app. It works with most of them. Now, if you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, there's an even easier way. You can just uh, sign up right inside those apps for Sideshow Access. Just a few taps, bing, bang, boom, you're in. You'll see the uh, exclusive episodes right alongside the free episodes, which is very cool. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. One final way to help me out, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps, but if you pledge five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And I believe we do have some patrons checking in today, but first, the news. First story I have for you, this one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Praise Jesus. Give me a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then I hold my This almost fucked up state. Jeff and Florida is almost fucked up state. Praise be to the Lord. Yes, a Florida man accused of beating and strangling his wife to death in their Orlando home has been found guilty by a jury Wednesday night. What's so crazy or bizarre about a man beating the shit out of his wife? I mean, sounds like a pretty common occurrence, right? I'm not condoning it, but I'm saying, you know, it, it happens. We've all heard of domestic violence before. It's not a foreign concept. Well, it's the reason why he strangled that bitch whore. I'm sorry, nice lady that didn't deserve it. David Trons was sentenced to life in prison nearly five years after murdering his wife, Shanty Cooper Trons. That does not sound like a human name, does it? Shanty Cooper Trons. To me, it's like uh, the sound a train makes. Shanty Cooper Trons. 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 Woo woo! You know what I mean? Maybe it's just me. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. Sha- uh, sh- I don't know. Shanti Cooper Trons was tragically killed after she refused to be part of a home renovation reality show. Look, I've watched my fair share of HGTV. The assholes who appear on those programs never come off looking good. Shanti had the right idea. Furthermore, it's like, you know, they don't uh, renovate your house for free. You, you still got to put up the money. It's like a total ripoff. The couple was in the process of renovating their home, which quickly turned into a money pit. By the way, that was one of my favorite movies. It still is one of my favorite movies. I think The Money Pit is Tom Hanks's best work. I don't, I don't give a shit about Forrest Gump, Castaway, Band of Brothers, The Green Mo- None of that. His work as Walter Fielding in The Money Pit is some of the greatest work I've ever seen committed to film. It is hilarious. Plus, you introduce Shelley Long into the mix there. Boom. Box office gold. Except it wasn't box office gold. It was a huge flop and critically panned. But I don't care. I love it. Growing up, uh, that was one of my favorite movies along with Clue. Both just uh, awesome, awesome films. What are we talking about here? Oh, yes. A poor woman who was tragically murdered. 
in the hilarious movie this all reminded me of. I can't wait to see like what reality show they were going to go on. Love it or list it had to be love it or list it, right? Let's see. Uh, yes, investigators said David was hoping to get on a reality show to bail out the project. Friends of Shanty told police that she was excited about possibly being on the reality show. What the fuck is the problem? Detectives believe she was upset with the project and was making plans to leave David. Yeah, I'm so afraid to start undertaking any home renovation project with Lord Douche because I'm pretty sure one of us would murder the other. Do you want to know what he told me? Yeah, just yesterday, as a matter of fact, we were watching HGTV. These people were doing, you know, a renovation. And uh, he turned to me and said, you know, I think we could do this ourselves. And I said, uh, excuse me. And then I said, no, wait, I'm going to cut you off right there. You don't even have to tell me what you're talking about. The answer is no, we cannot do it ourselves. There is no question in which, yeah, we can totally do that. Whatever come out of my mouth, that's just not going to happen. He's like, no, 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 but look. We only really have one row of uh, kitchen cabinets. I think we could buy them ourselves and just install them. And, you know, if we're taking out the, the old cabinets anyway, we can lay down uh, like a new flooring. It's super easy because the kitchen is small. And I'm trying to not be a, such an asshole, you know, because I'll, I'll say things that are mean, but I, I also I say it in a funny way. That way, if he gets upset, I can always just say, like, I'm just joking with you. But really, I mean it. But anyway, like, I'm just thinking about, like, well, the projects are already mounting and it has started so small and we can't even complete small projects. Like, our mailbox has fallen off the side of our house and we, we bought a new mailbox about four years ago, anticipating that the mailbox was on its last leg, right? So we got this mailbox. It's just been sitting there waiting to be installed. Our current mailbox, now that it has fallen off the house... It's just like sitting on the porch and the mailman just sort of drops mail into this box, right? So uh, for, a, for a month now, we haven't installed this mailbox. We almost did. The issue is we have to drill into brick and Lord Douche is like looking at all these products to seal up brick holes. And should we drill into the actual brick or the mortar? Then he was researching screws. How long of a screw? Should we use a shorter screw, different type of screw? The drill bit was an issue for a while. Like we have gone to the hardware store about 13 times just to get stuff to install this mailbox that is still not installed. Lord Douche also, and God bless his heart because I would not do any of this. So, you know, he's he's further ahead than me. I would hire a person to do all of this. Uh, Lord Douche has uninstalled. He's taken out one of our toilets. We're down to one toilet. This toilet has been out of the bathroom now for about three months. And we've tried uh, reinstalling this toilet. The problem was there was a leak, right? And and when we reinstalled the toilet, the, the leak was still there. So that project has been put on hold. And now he wants to do the entire kitchen. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't see that happening for some reason. You know what I do see happening? A murder! Just like with poor Shanti here. The other thing that'll drive me to murder, and I know it'll happen during a home renovation, is uh, Lord Douche will ask me questions, but not really want to hear my answer. Do you think we should go with a butcher block countertop or a quartz? And I will say, well, you know, uh, butcher block is uh, more porous, and I think you have to like condition that all the time. So that's going to be a, a constant thing. Maybe we should go with quartz. I do like the way some quartz look, and then he'll be like, mm, but... 
I want porcelain. And I'll be like, oh, well, why, why didn't you just say porcelain? You give me two options. Neither of them are porcelain. I didn't even know you could get countertops in porcelain. If we do end up renovating anything, I will have cameras rolling. Because that needs to be captured for a Distorted View special. All right. Uh, friends of Shanti told police she was excited about the possibility of being on a reality show. But de uh, detectives believe she was upset with the project and she wanted to leave, David. Uh, according to the local news, the state said the renovation project was causing a lot of financial issues. This is like foreshadowing my life. And Shanti's name was not on the deed. And she was pressuring David to do it. She did not die peacefully, Shanti's son Jackson said. She did not deserve anything to happen uh, that happened to her that night. In Wednesday's deliberation, a state prosecutor said David had a motive to murder his wife after she was not on board with the reality show, saying that is an intent to kill. Did they even have an offer on the table to appear in a reality show? It sounds like this is just something they wanted. They wanted to be on a reality show, but like, no, they didn't reach out to anyone, right? David initially claimed he found his wife passed out in the bathtub, submerged and bleeding. It's five years of struggle and pain lifted off of our shoulders, Jackson added. What? Oh, I think Jackson here, Cooper Jackson, the son, is talking about the sentencing, how the, how the guy was found guilty of murder. This is just a very poorly written article. Because the previous sentence is... David initially claimed he found his wife passed out in the bathtub, submerged in bleeding. Quote, it's five years of struggle and pain lifted off of our shoulder. Thank God the bitch is dead. That's what it sounds like to me. It feels good inside. He found his wife submerged and bleeding in a bathtub. No, the son is saying that because, you know, the guy is, has been found guilty and quote, we can move on knowing that's where he's supposed to be and that's where he's meant to be. At the family's request, the death penalty had been dismissed. The family is a little strange. They say things like, we're going to wake up tomorrow a little brighter. Okay. They said that after the verdict was reached. Still kind of a, a weird thing to say. A very Florida story there. Second story we have for you today. Police were greatly relieved when a report of a dead body dumped in some woods. Um, sex doll. It's got to be a sex doll. It's always a fucking sex doll or mannequin that has had a, a hole drilled in where its pussy should be. Someone was fucking something that resembled a human being in the woods. We don't even have to go on with this story. We are all well-versed in, in this type of news item. All right, police were greatly relieved when a report of a dead body dumped in some woods turned out to be a dirty, overused sex doll. Yes, of fucking course. <laughs> da, 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 da. Boy, did we call that. Apparently, police closed off a road for 31 hours as part of the investigation to seal the crime scene in Warwickshire over there in the UK after a walker called in to say they'd seen limbs sticking out from undergrowth. But upon further inspection involving experts, including a forensic pathologist, uh, they reveal the find was not as grisly as first feared. It was with great relief that we can announce that the pathologist was able to identify that the foot and hand beneath the bush, which bush are you talking about, did in fact belong to a discarded and realistic life-size doll. 
Now, those realistic dolls, like the real dolls, those are expensive. We're talking thousands and thousands of dollars. Now, there's only one reason why someone would discard a sex doll like that. And the clue is in that first sentence where they refer to it as an overused sex doll. Like this thing was mangled. And I think a lot of guys who rely on dolls as their only sexual outlet, they themselves might not have the best hygiene. One of the reasons they could be alone in life. And I, and I bet they don't uh, clean their sex dolls the proper way. They let the cum just fester inside. And eventually there's going to be mold and uh, it's easy to ruin those sex dolls. How do you dispose of them? It's embarrassing to throw them away in the trash. People could see. So yeah, you bury them in the woods. A local source told the newspaper the police thought they had a murder investigation on their hands, so they called in the forensics team. When they finally dragged the quote-unquote corpse out, they realized the blunder. The officers had a big laugh about it. It was a very dirty, broken, <laughs> and overused sex doll. The Warwickshire police uh, spokesperson thanked the walker, whose call was made in good faith, along with the local people for their patience while, quote, we investigated the matter. So there you go. That's what's happening in the UK. And uh, finally today, freaks, this is something I might be able to get away with, you know, just based on my medical history. A 50-year-old man from Lithuania was recently arrested in Spain after allegedly faking heart attacks at several restaurants in order to avoid paying the bill. My God, he's a genius! The man, who was later identified only as Adidas J, but has become known locally as the Gastroyeta, which I don't even think that's a word. The closest I could find that's like a Spanish word is Gastroneta with an N, which translates to food truck which could be a nickname of his, you know? Anyway, he did this 20 times in one year. He'd go to a restaurant in the middle of the meal. He'd have a fake heart attack. Boom, he gets to eat for free. His arrests have occurred in various locations within the tourist area of Alicante, I guess. The most recent occurring after consuming a seafood paella and two whiskeys. That totaled about 37 US dollars uh, when the staff at the restaurant stopped uh, Adias from dashing after his meal, the local news reports that the man became visibly upset. He explained that he needed to run back to his hotel room to get his wallet, but the staff refused to let him leave. He then, quote, laid down on the floor, acting as if his chest hurt, and he began to shake. And the Academy Award goes to... Staff and customers quickly identified him as the Gastrojita. And after making sure he was actually not having a heart attack, he was handcuffed and taken to the local police station. Adia stayed there until receiving a trial for a minor crime of fraud. Now he spent more than 42 days in jail after refusing to pay two fines for his, quote, theatrics. Local media interviewed staff at a different restaurant where Adias faked another heart attack. His waiter explained the situation, saying a foreigner came into the restaurant, ordered a large seafood paella, two whiskeys, and a Coca-Cola, and then attempted to leave without paying. He ordered in Spanish, but as soon as he wanted to leave, he pretended to be incapable of communicating with any of the employees. Maybe he only knows, like, Spanish words for food. The waiter said Adias fell over in the doorway and pretended to be in cardiac arrest. One police officer said that he arrested Adias four times, and when he arrives on the scene, 
the gastroita usually greets him with a smile after each arrest, which is not usually something that happens if you're having a heart attack. After each arrest, Diaz usually is under the influence of two whiskeys <laughs> and seafood paella. Apparently, he loves that. Loves that dish. Apparently doesn't care about spending a night or two in the cell before going before the judge. So there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Again, I forgot to mention I, uh, I'm posting the show a little bit late today. I apologize. I hope you enjoyed the best of show I played for you a little bit earlier today. I thought that was a, a pretty good one. Uh, I do have some voicemails to share with you guys uh, before we call it a week. Hi, Tim. This is Alpine White, also known as Mountain Emoji. J-Port. Fuck. Never mind. Just use the last one. All right. This is a rare case where I'm going to use the first voice, first voicemail uh, this guy played. I should actually just go ahead and train wreck you. But Hi, Tim. This is Alpine White Slash. We'll try this. J-Pal Laura Head. Um, I'll be quick. He's a bed-bound 550-pound Texan on welfare who claims a... All right, hold on. What Alpine is talking about is J-Pal, who has been uh, the topic of conversation in the Discord... I have finally done some research on this guy, and I've uh, I've tried I've reached out. I'd like to interview him. I'm not a hundred percent convinced that this is a real person. He sounds like a cartoon character. My bullshit meter is tingling, but Mead Skelton is a pretty ridiculous person, and he's for real. There are you know cuckoo crazy banana people out there. Uh, so I reached out to Jay Pow and he said, uh, I can't, I wanted to talk to him, right? Interview him on the show. And he said, my mom took away our internet router. She'll only use it for herself. Like she'll hook it up when she needs the internet. And then he went on this like tirade about how he's going to call the internet company and get a new one set. He's always fighting with his mom. Most recently he stole a meatball sub of hers and that pissed her off. But it just, you know, it's, it's just a convenient thing, right? Like, oh, I'd like to talk to you. Uh, and I can't because it, my mom took the internet router and I can only use the internet sometimes. Now, I know all of this J-POW stuff has really come out of thin air, right? Over the last couple days, stuff has really been snowballing. So I don't expect you freaks to know who J-POW is unless, you know, you're, you're in the Discord. And you should all be in the Discord. It's free. There's a link on the main navigation bar. Just go there. You can read up. Uh, and talk to the other freaks uh, about J-Pow. However, we've got a new resource. Remember many, many, many years ago, we had our very own Wikipedia-type site called the Freakypedia. That lasted for a bunch of years, had hundreds of articles. It really was an invaluable resource. Uh, if you were trying to get into DV, you could look up, uh, you know, UTARD information and stuff. For a bunch of reasons, that uh, that website went down, though. There was, like, a spam issue. Uh, stuff got corrupted. It was hard to maintain. But some very enterprising freaks have uh, really taken the torch, I guess. And uh, they started their own uh, Freakypedia site. Uh, it is now at freakypedia.org. I will provide a link on the show notes today. I will specifically link to the article about J-POW. So if you want to read up on this guy and all of his shenanigans... It'll bring you right up to speed. And uh, I have a copy of the old Freakypedia sites somewhere on my hard drive. And so what I would like to do is incorporate all of those old articles into the new site. So hopefully we can get that going. So let me uh, now return to this voicemail <laughs> uh, where the uh, the caller Alpine White's going to talk a little bit about J-Pal. Um, I'll be quick. 
he's a bed bound 550 pound Texan on welfare who claims a 150 IQ. He claims he got that big because his stomach hurts between meals. He posted Caitlin Hatley. What? He got. He gained weight because his stomach hurt between meals. Between meals. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, there's also another story that he was about to go on uh, My 600 Pound Life. You know, they have these people go down to Texas. That's where the the, the clinic is at. Uh, but then producers apparently saw a bunch of social media posts from Jay Powell that were racist in nature. And they're like, we can't we cannot have you on our show. He Which I don't know how true that is because Stephen Asante has said some pretty racist stuff and he got a bunch of episodes of My 600 Pound Life. Glenn Hatley porn for a year before chatting. He lives with his mom. He eats 12,000 calories daily. His lunch is too deep. Yeah, Freaks did the math, by the way. This is why I love my listeners. They actually went through, they asked this guy, like, what did, what did you eat today? And then they calculated all of the calories involved. Daily. His lunch is too deep. This pizza stacked together. He doesn't like uh, black Jews, um, citing statistics. He dumped a shit bucket on a black family's lawn because the kids made fun of him. The charges were dropped. He doesn't like other people on welfare or other fat people. He sells his dead dad stuff and uses his credit card without permission. He does deliveries on it, citing it's not real money. He adopted two dogs he couldn't afford. When his mom sent them back, he released her cat. He's yes. still looking for more dogs. He has a meat-like instinct to change the subject when confronted, and he uses words like nice and mean and tells on people like a toddler. Enjoy. All right. Yeah, so that's a very quick synopsis. If you didn't understand all of it, you just got some keywords, that's okay. Go to the Freakypedia site, and you can read up on all of these instances. It's all there. The freaks are doing some good work. All right. Uh, again, I will uh, provide a link on the show notes today. That's just a little bit about J-Pow. I think we're going to get a bunch of calls about J-Pow. Hey, Squig, give me a second. I'm I'm talking. Um, I'm uh, playing a voicemail right now. Give me one second. You're playing a voicemail? Hey, Tim. Oh. Can you do me a huge, huge favor and not say anything about the 560 fat pound guy? Like, don't play any of his voicemails. None of them. He's like really fat and you shouldn't you shouldn't even give him an audience he, he's reaching for atten attention and he's being weird can you do that for me i don't know i don't think i can i i mean <laughs> like just don't play any of them i haven't left a voice on ever by the way it's bonzilla so bond now bond why does bonzilla not want me to talk about this guy now i'm getting even more confused you get me all excited, right? For days on end, you guys have been talking about J-Pow. You got to get J-Pow on the show. You got to play J-Pow's fucking mail. And then the people writing out big articles about all the crazy shit J-Pow's doing. And now this listener's like, can you do me a favor and not mention him? Timmy Boo, it's DJC calling from the Tesla of love to tell you that I love to start of you. Thank you so much for everything you do, Timmy Boo. Best show Thank ever. You. Hands down, take my money, please. I love you, but, but, uh, do you not follow Brittany on Instagram? She is just a train wreck, man. Follow Brittany on Instagram. It's awesome. First of all, if you're like me and you grew up watching Brittany, you know, you got a little something, something special for her. 
So, you know, you check her out on Instagram, and she's just dancing around half naked. Yes, I, I know, with the knives. She keeps dancing around with knives. Yeah. Everybody's, like, getting freaking worried because uh, she's dancing around with knives for a while. She had a boyfriend there, and he was in a couple of, like, these videos. And then uh, he disappeared now because I heard they broke up. So I'm waiting for it. We're, we're very close. So close to seeing Britney naked. It's it's right oh, there. Oh, okay. It's like, it's so close. <laughs> but yeah, hope to see it on, uh, you know, maybe on Instagram. That's how she should sell books. There should be like a bunch of color pages in the middle of the book. I mean, her just topless or Probably something. Probably on Twitter. As far as I can tell, even though she is crazy, she's got a nice little body on her on still, Twitter. right? We'll have to check that even out. though she's what pushing forty, a little over forty. Yeah, Britney is a train wreck, man. Yeah, nope. I know that. We were talking about that on the podcast. Well, thank you very much uh, for all of the voicemails. Keep them coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to boo me? Show at thestoryofview.com. is our official website. Voicemail line for you: two zero six 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 forty four sixty three. That's two zero six six. Oh, God, it's an owl, God. Oh, oh, stinks like fucking mayonnaise and oh, roast beef and double beef patties. Because that's what I eat, you little fucking faggot twink. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.